Welcome back. It's Confessions from the Dark Side. I am Darcy Darkness and here today we are about to discuss Laugh Till You Die. Disclaimer, I am feeling so much of the adult content some may think it's unnecessary. Some of you may think this isn't needed. If you are one of those people then thanks for checking us out. But I will say this only once if you can't stand the heat and the fuck out of my kitchen. Now for everyone else who likes what we have. Then, regular scheduled programming will continue. Shall we get started? Are we ready? Yes, it's Darcy Darkness, and today we are going to be covering Laugh Till You Die. And what is that? Well, so how does horror make you feel as a whole? Does it scare the shit out of you? Or are you just like us and giggle? Or in my case, laugh out loud, you scare everyone all around you. Well, if you just love a good scare with a battle of actual laughs, then I can offer you a ticket for the horror comedy section of the genre. Yes, we have had... Many good parody spoof dark comedy and silliness and horror. That's not the jokes and the actors, but the movie plots themselves. It's like, what's that supposed to be a joke? Or did I just fly my own red flag? Kind of not sure on that one. Well, maybe you just need a wee joke here and there delivered to you by your friendly knife-wielding maniac or being charged up by your local neighbourhood tree surgeon. We want the last till we die sort of horror. Well, I do. Love me some laughter with a lot of slaughter, don't you? Horror comedy. Comedy horror. Parody. Spoof. Dark comedy. What is the best description? What would you class this genre when introducing this subgenre to other people? What is your favourite movie from this genre? Is it a franchise you love even? If so, why? What is the worst parody that you have ever been subjected to? And what movie you thought was a dark comedy but actually wasn't? If you have any answers for us, if you just hit the comments. We have many different categories within this subgenre. So as follows, we have slasher comedy, which is again horror, slasher horror, action comedy horror, dramedy, like maybe a dramatic comedy horror, splatter comedy horror, found footage comedy horror, zomcom comedy horror, dark horror comedy horror, comedy horrors about serial killers, comedy horror satire, and comedy horror musicals. I didn't know there was that many until I was actually doing the research. Who knew there was this many topics in this subgenre, meaning there is something for everyone, which is what we like here. Hitting all demographics, no one left behind. A favourite of ours is Scream. It comes under not only slasher, but comedy satire again. We know Mr. Wes Craven took what we knew about horror and slasher and gave us the genre that we have today, bringing up many different concepts from horror, slasher, comedy, action, and with some psychological thriller aspects from the luscious backstory from the original trilogy with the ability to add, change, and manipulate what we once knew before isn't always what it seems to be today. This movie gives you feels for being the rewind we needed, but the fast-forwarding to the present and how the franchise has grown. It may have its failures, but it's always nice to see how much of the comedic performance they keep in the story with every new movie that they release. Stu and Randy will always be the original ghostface stand-up duo, till you die. Do you agree? Scary Movie is, again, the famous franchise that people can remember from the parody section, from the going to the video shop. From, like, the early 2000s, you couldn't go to the cinema without seeing a parody of the movies we love from every genre, and we can all have a laugh about them. So some of the scenes from our favourite movies in satire is always funny. Maybe cringy in points, but it's all good fun, right? I love how Megan has been classed as a comedy. Yes, the sci-fi horror about the creepy doll actually comes under basically a comedy with satire. I know her creepy ass dancing probably 
it was that that maybe put it in the genre was the cause of it but it has some funny aspects of the fact that even though you've tested all these things that shit is going to go wrong and it's still fucking shocking it shocks you how can it shock you really we have uh cocaine bear if you haven't seen this Leo a hidden gem you're missing out in life go get it watched it's hilarious and go check out simon whistler's true story on youtube which cocaine bear is actually based on a bear fucked up on cocaine and on a rampage have i not sold you yet what about that description do you not get gore bears and really and you've got to see it to believe it it's fucking hilarious and gory as fuck anna and the apocalypse so do you live a good sing-along in the holiday season or in your day-to-day life well look no further enjoy your zombie killing spree with a song and try to survive the next apocalypse this movie is for you see a horror movie for all urban legend again absolutely love this movie even though jared light was in this movie don't go there he's a good actor but annoys the fuck out me so the original one not the sequel this did not need a sequel and some of the myths and legends were like a car crash and you couldn't help but look and keep viewing but it was still memorable gory and funny and it had everything of the aspects of that kind of genre like the late 90s early 2000s basically when these films actually were coming out ready or not so getting married is stressful enough and trying to people please everyone to when your in-laws just want to play hide and seek with you i think that most newlyweds want to go off and have some downtime or take a nap no let's try and stay alive <laughs> funny haha and funny like to fuck uh okay but keeps you wanting more gore through the laughter an 80s classic heathers christian slater has always had it he's always had it his voice his skill and now he brings the characters and how he brings the characters to life he's just amazing this movie has a cult following as well for being weirdly obscure again winona and christians bringing the weirdly wonderful movie to life that is heathers it has an awesome cast from the 80s epic one-liners and a dark comedy that also has some weirdly romantic vibes american psycho patrick bateman and his guns and his love for hugh lewis in the news the butcher's coat the sledgehammer his love of good stationery his hate of his fellow man his snooze to sell all of which he sports his maniacal smile bravo mr bill evil dead now I know me, some people may come for me, but all three movies and the TV show are dark slasher godific comedy. Bruce the Chin Campbell need I say more. That chainsaw wielding freak that we love so much that is our hero, but has the lifespan of an immortal serial killer, don't we all love a bit of ash? Child's Play. This was banned in the UK for some time due to a real life murder here in the UK. But Chucky is just a wee kid. Well, it's a serial killer and a wee child's body. Well, sorry, in a doll's body. And it's more creepy with the voice and it makes it funnier. I have no idea why it makes it funny, but it's just the surviving that creepy wee voice. The mannerism have you laughing, but you also have to keep turning around to make sure that we fucker as they near you because if you're ripping the piss out of them, imagine what that would be like. You'd probably stab fuck out you. So there's child's play. A favourite of mine for many reasons, and I mean you have spoken about it plenty, it's Serial Mom with Kathleen Turner, 
Matthew Lillard and Ricky Lake, based loosely on a protective homemaker wanting to protect her children and family at any given cost, including killing anyone that hurts her family and showing the fuck out the neighbours with cranky dirty calls and just causing chaos. And following the best etiquette a loving wife and mother can, with her crazy serial mom facial expressions and the smell of you're wearing white after Labour Day, is that even important? Let me know in the comments below what is the problem with wearing white after Labour Day? I don't know American etiquette. Jennifer's body again, Megan Fox is sad. Sacrifice? The horror. For a silly band thinking sacrificing a youngish fox for, well, their own personal gain was ever going to work out. And she goes from being a superficial twenty cheerleader who becomes possessed, by the way, since the ritual to owning anyone that gets in her way. And when she's hungry, run because this cheerleader is starving and you're on the menu. We all are. There's a few more that I'm going to discuss. TV show What We Do in the Shadows, Matt Berry. Need I say more? You will laugh till you die and soil yourself in the process. Too much? Not enough, I think. Vampires in this time dealing with the problems in our world, our time, and the comedy is as dark as the concept the show creates. There's some other movies that I will be talking about, like Ghostbusters, again, family-friendly movie for the 80s. Again, aspects of the supernatural and horror, ghosts. And it has Dan Aykroyd in it, and Harold Ramey, and Bill Murray, to name a few. And yes, we've had some abhorrent fucking sequels. I do like Ghostbusters too, but I'm talking about that thing where they tried to reboot it with women, and it was shit. There was actually more sexist than the original ones, but hey. I didn't get the same feel for it, but the one that they brought out... A couple of years ago with, with Paul Rudd was really, really good, really funny, and again, it's uh, Ghostbusters for this generation that should have been. And again, you've got all the comedy of the 80s, even in the present day Ghostbusters. Hocus Pocus, again, family friendly, and it's Disney. People seem to think if it's a Disney film, it's actually going to be Sunshines and Rainbows. Have you seen some of the old movies and even the movies that they actually released today? They actually usually start with a parent dying and stuff. Hocus Pocus about witches, the Sanderson sisters, and how they want to basically what be alive forever, the way we are mortal, so they want to drink all the children and their life force to make them young and beautiful forever. Again, hilarious. Really funny, Bette Midler, Sarah Jessica Parker and Kathy Najimy, hilarious. Young Frankenstein, it's a Mel Brooks film with Gene Wilder and it's based upon Mary Shelley's Frankenstein but come on, it's Gene fucking Wilder and Mel Brooks. They, I don't think they could ever be serious together at all. Uh, Beetlejuice and Michael Keaton, Gina Davis, Winona Ryder, Alec Baldwin. It's fucking Beetlejuice, really dark comedy, really dark 80s movie that has an awesome soundtrack, an awesome story, and Beetlejuice is just a bit of a cop, to be honest. He is such a cop, but he doesn't want to be trapped, I suppose, so he always has an ulterior motive. Who doesn't like it having to go back to basically where you having to die, then go back to a house and then be stuck in it, then your house is sold to a bunch of people from the city who just want to ruin everything. So yeah, there's Beetlejuice. Happy Death Day again. We've spoke about that one a few times. Fright Night again. I think that's more cringy than funny, but I do find it funny. It's just terrible special effects and it's an 80s movie, so you expect shitty cringy special effects. I didn't really like the remake with Colin Farrell. I found that even more cringier than the original Fright Night. 
Come to Daddy, Villains, The Voices, Fresh, Bobo Hotep, again, Bruce Campbell, fucking amazing film, really, really dark, dark humour. Bruce Campbell is in a nursing home, and the nursing home is full of people being taken out by Bubba Hotep, which is like a mummy that's taken over the nursing home. But Bruce Campbell is... People think he's an Elvis impersonator, but he is actually the real Elvis. Apparently he sold his... He swapped lives with an Elvis impersonator, basically, so he could live a normal life. And no one believes him, of course, because he just sounds like a senile old man. But it's the old people against the... The apocalypse in the nursing homes. It's actually funny. Zombieland again. Woody Harrelson. I don't remember that prick's name because uh, Emma Stone, she's in it too, isn't she? The only character that is good in that, and that's Woody Harrelson. Yeah, Emma Stone. Jesse Eisenberg. Yeah, I don't like Jesse Eisenberg, as you can tell. He's a really shit lick slipper. So not believable. But again, Zombieland, zombie apocalypse, and the things that people don't take into account in horror films are the other things that people would do for entertainment and enjoyment and just get themselves through a zombie apocalypse because you need the laughs along the way. The Fear Street trilogy. Freaky, this is the end. Barbarian Teeth. Now, I think we spoke about teeth before. The title of that and just the description of a girl having teeth down there is comedy in itself. Trick or treat. One Cut of the Dead. And then we're getting to two movies that I'm going to talk about that are classics and parody, dark comedy, comedy horror, spoof, however you want to call them, is Repossess and Dracula Dead and Loving It. Because these are both Leslie Nielsen. And if you don't know who that is, he was in Naked Gun. And that was like his big movies that he did. And they were huge in the 80s. And his comedy is just really, really funny because these uh, Repossessed actually has Linda Blair in it, who is the original Regan, Regan from The Exorcist. So she's actually in this and they're ripping the piss out of the ex and exorcism movies as a whole and it's really funny. Dracula Dead and Loving It, again, that is basically another... It's them parodying, parodying the story of Bram Stoker's Dracula with Gary Oldman. So there's, again, a lot of similarities and really funny bits. And even when you watch the uh, the Dracula movie now, there's a lot of times that you think of Dracula dead and loving it as well because of the way, the how they had Leslie Nielsen dressed as Dracula and stuff. You've got Vampire in Brooklyn, which is Eddie Murphy playing a vampire. And it's just, again, just very campy for a... Uh, kind of horror film vampire film but again it's not supposed to be taken seriously it's supposed to be tongue-in-cheek we've got blade 3 because that had lots of comedy aspects the first film had some jokes in it but i think it's just like because most action films tend to do but ryan reynolds was in it there was never going to be a serious note in that movie and they also made out like vampires and stuff to be fluffy and annoying so no wonder dracula was pissed off so yeah uh the most recent i've got to say rainfield that has Nicolas Cage playing Dracula and also, oh, what's that guy called? I've Nicholas Holt. Yeah, basically, he's playing Renfield and he is basically playing like the human ish type 
his henchman basically and he basically is controlled by Dracula and again we know the story he's promised eternal life and he'll be getting made like him but he's not he's basically there to protect Dracula when Dracula's at his weakest or when Dracula is asleep basically he's his he's his butler basically and again this is incredibly bloody incredibly violent incredibly funny and you just feel so sorry for Renfield because he kind of really has it bad but then he gets his rage out and he can like totally destroy people it's just really funny and some classics we've got obviously I was keeping this one to last because there's still another TV show that I want to discuss as well. The movie I'm going to see before is Cur and Dale vs. Evil. That is, again, another parody spoof horror movie that was out around about the time of the kind of like scary movie type thing. Because scary movies get like five movies or something like that. So we have Shaun of the Dead, which is again who, well, we couldn't discuss uh, horror comedy parodies and spoofs because Shaun of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, this movie has Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. And I have missed him being the funny, awesome guy that just, in this movie, and he just wants to save his mum, kill his stepdad, and get to the pub, keeping his bromance alive. He's bestie, even though he bats for the undead team who misses the duo Frosty Pegg. I am going with that name. It's now. I really miss choreography of Don't Stop Me Now. Hitting the zombies with the pool cues in the pub. Just so funny. So many amazing aspects. But them actually acting like zombies to actually outsmart the zombies so they can escape as well, which is funny. So I do miss that and I really want to watch that now. I've got another TV show that I didn't add when I was talking about what we do in the shadows. I'm talking about another TV show. It's even cringe. It's, I wouldn't say what we do in the shadows is cringy, but Todd and the book of the Book of All Evil is a very cringy, gory and funny and not believable. Yes, we love it, but a not believable story. It's basically about a teenager that is into like metal and he's like, he finds a book that makes, pretty much does what you want it to do, basically. Um, like he wants to play guitar and win things and it's just stupid. It's got Jason Mewes in it. He's a creepy like janitor in the school. And it's just really odd and weird. It's funny and it's incredibly gory, but it's just, it looks like a project someone's done for like their like college or university or something like that because the quality, obviously there's not been much money spent on it at all. So what movies do you believe should be part of this genre? And are there any topics within horror movies that make you laugh while others are looking around to see if you're lost as you seem to have escaped from somewhere? Please let us know in the comments below. Do you hate this type of movie? Do you hate this type of genre? Do you think it should be night and day, gore, no fun, no funny, no laughter? What movie do you think gives us both the best portrayal of horror and comedy? What movie balances out horror and comedy well? Is there any from the list above or do you think I've missed one out? If you like content like this, go check out Confession from the Dark Side social media platforms, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Amazon Music, Spotify and Buzzsprout. Let us know what you think on our social medias and let's get chatting about some of these topics. Let's grow our community and spread how awesome the horror community actually is. If you want to get to know us as individuals, then you can check out our links below, YouTube, Instagram, Twitch, and kick for myself which is behind the mass reviews spelt bravo 3 hotel indigo november delta tango hotel 3 mother alpha 5 kilo romeo echo victor indigo echo whiskey sierra and that's on youtube instagram twitch and kick
Luna has a YouTube and it's Luna X Rising, Twitch and Instagram all on the same. And if you want to reach out to us at any point through email or on the channel, you can go to confessionsfromthedarkside at gmail.com. And again, mine's the big long spelling I just did at gmail.com and Luna's is lunaxrising at gmail.com. And that was Confessions from the Dark Side presents Laugh Till You Die. Are you a fan of the genre? Let us know in the comments below and I will see you in the next one. Later.